Have you ever asked Jesus to wake up to your problems? Do you praise God when everything's going wrong? Let's talk about that. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. Desperation will lead you to some interesting places in life. Where and who you turn to during those moments will shape your future. When I was a little boy, I grew up in the Ozark Mountains, beautiful country with peaks and valleys for miles. This made for some awesome sledding during the winter months. I remember one day, a thick layer of ice coated the snow. It was freezing cold, and no one wanted to go out in the slippery conditions. No one, except for a little boy and a red sled. The ride down the side of the mountain near our house was amazing. I shot off like a rocket, laid as flat as I could, and skimmed right beneath the barbed wire fence, down all the way to the bottom of the ravine. And that is where the fun ended. The same thick, slippery ice that had made the ride down so much fun now made the trip back up impossible. Hundreds of times, I tried to climb that icy hill, but I couldn't break through the ice, and I couldn't find any grip. And so I laid in my sled, exhausted, bruised, and frozen. I simply couldn't do it anymore. I was desperate. And so I focused all my energy that I had left into one last task. I yelled. As long as I could, as loud as I could, for my father to save me. And after what felt like hours of yelling, sobbing, and asking for help, my dad arrived. He had been searching for me and finally heard my desperate cries. He picked me up in his arms and inch by inch, he cut a path through the treacherous ice and carried me up the hill and brought me inside to thaw out. There's been many other times in my life where desperation brought me to my knees. Points in life where if someone stronger and more powerful than me didn't intervene, I was done for. Where and who we turn to in desperate moments shapes and defines our future. We see this in the life of a young man named David, a shepherd, warrior, poet, who gave us a look into his messed up situation in the book of Psalms, chapter 59. When I read this, it immediately struck me how relatable and how bold of a prayer this was. David practiced an open exchange with God, and in doing so, held nothing back, allowing God to impact and transform every area of his life. Because of this, we see the Lord move powerfully in his life. Chapter 59 is one of many examples of David crying out to God, a wild mix of prayers, pleading, and praise as he tried to stay one step ahead of a jealous king who was trying to kill him. In verse 1, we hear the desperate pleas for God to save him, when it appears that death waits around every corner. Rescue me from my enemies, O God. Protect me from those who have come to destroy me. Rescue me from these criminals. Save me from these murderers. They have set an ambush for me. Now, it's highly unlikely that we'll face assassins. But guaranteed, if you are living faith forward, dedicated to proclaiming the name of Jesus, 
you will face attacks, often online or behind your back. How you respond is critical. The lesson we learn from David in this moment is priceless. Take it to the Lord. Our ability and perspective on the issue is so very limited. Thankfully, we worship an infinitely powerful God who can rescue, protect, and redeem. We must never forget or discount the spiritual realities that exist alongside our earthly ones. And praise Jesus, he can move both heaven and earth for those who call upon his name. When we're rocked back on our heels from an attack, it's so easy to forget that we not only wrestle with humanity, flesh and blood, but also an ever-present darkness, evil spiritual rulers and enemies. We need Christ to go before us, ensuring our success in battle when we struggle to see the path to victory. You need to understand that when you live for Jesus, you will face attacks and experience wounds. Expect that opposition. Christ told us this. He said, if they hated me, they will hate you too. Make no mistake, we are engaged in a spiritual battle. When we proclaim and represent Jesus, we will receive his glorious presence and blessing of new life. We will also receive the attacks of the enemy who hate who and what we stand for. David, as a young man, faced the wrath of a king who had refused God and had become a tool of Satan. David's so-called crime in the eyes of this evil ruler was that he was living for God and being blessed by the Lord. David maintains his innocence in verse 4. Fierce enemies are out there waiting, Lord. Though I have not sinned or offended them, I have done nothing wrong, yet they prepare to attack me. What David says next is powerful, impactful, raw, and as real as it gets. It's how I felt many times, but often lack the boldness to pray in such a way. David shouts out his plea in desperation to a holy God. Wake up! See what is happening and help me! How many of us have felt that way? I know that I certainly have. When it feels like everything is crumbling around us, when we struggle to see God through all the darkness. Jesus, please wake up, see what is happening, and help me. God is not offended by this childlike dependence and faith. He desires for us to be in an honest and open exchange. It's through that that he opens our eyes and intervenes in a miraculous way. I love Charles Spurgeon's commentary on this verse. He says, when others go to sleep, keep thou watch, O God. Put forth thy might, arouse thee from thy inaction. Only look at thy servant's sad condition, and thy hand will be sure to deliver me. God knows our limitations. He knows our needs. He's not blind to it or asleep. In this psalm, we see the faith and the mercy of the Lord that if Jesus were to just look at the problem, he will move to rescue, redeem, and restore. And we can pray with that faith. God, I just need to know that you see me. Help me to see you too. I know that you are good and holy, full of mercy, love, and salvation. And that's why David cries out, Wake up! See what is happening and help me. 
O Lord, God of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, wake up and punish those hostile nations. Show no mercy to wicked traitors. God wasn't asleep. He wasn't blind to his issues. Now, we don't know what God was actively doing to help David, but we do know he responds when we cry out to him. Just as I did as a little boy at the bottom of an icy ravine. I didn't know my dad was already looking for me, searching outside to help me. I just knew that if he heard my voice, he would. And I knew that he was the only one who could do it. And so it was for David, who cried out to his heavenly father. And what he does next is so crucial and key for Christians to do as well. Just as we open our mouths to ask Jesus to move powerfully in our lives, we also need to open our hearts and praise Christ for who he is, for what he's done, for what he's doing, and what he will do. God is worthy of all of our praise, regardless of our circumstances, and he delights in our worship. And not only is Jesus so merciful that he moves and intervenes in the life of us, his children, but offering our praise to the Lord is also a blessing for us. It brings everything back into focus. It renews our mind, heals our heart, and refreshes our soul. The boldness to praise Jesus in the middle of our personal battles is as powerful as it is miraculous. It's an open invitation to the Holy Spirit to not only change our circumstances, but to change us. I pray that your praise would echo that of a young David. You are my strength. I wait for you to rescue me. For you, O oh God, are my fortress. In his unfailing love, my God will stand with me. He will let me look down in triumph on all my enemies. But as for me, I will sing about your power. Each morning, I will sing with joy about your unfailing love. For you have been my refuge, a place of safety when I am in distress. O oh, my strength, to you I sing praises. For you, O oh God, are my refuge, the God who shows me unfailing love. Stop holding back parts of your life from God. Enter into an honest and open exchange with the Lord. He won't be offended. It will create an opportunity for Christ to work in the parts of you that you need the most. Be bold enough to cry out to Jesus. Please wake up, unfailing God. I desperately need you. And in that very next breath, Praise the Lord for the entirety of who he is, for all he's done, and all he is doing. We can all be assured God loves us. He is working on our behalf, and he answers when we cry out to him. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. Now is a great time to explore God's word yourself by reading Psalms chapter 59 on your own. If you need a Bible, just tap the link in the Honestly Radio Instagram or Facebook page. We have free resources for you, as well as ways to connect and download the podcast. I want to encourage you to seek God daily through prayer, the Bible, and through attendance and service at a local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. Thank you for joining us on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.